Hey y'all, thank you for tuning into Women Birders Happy Hour. My name is Hannah. I'm a birder, a woman, and someone that enjoys a good drink after a long day of birding. Women have been integral to birding since it started, but we haven't always been recognized for the contributions and impact we have. Men have dominated the guiding scene, festival circuit, leadership positions, and publications. According to a U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service 2011 report, in the U.S. there were over 47 million birders. The majority of these birders are college-educated, they're white, they are women, and mostly over the age of 55 years old. And if we put all these factors together, we create a typical birder, a white college-educated woman over the age of 55. And this is a demographic I often see birding, but I do not see as frequently as a speaker, a guide, or a sole publisher. And additionally, the voices of all women, BIPOC and LGBTQ plus birders, are not well represented in the birding voices we hear from. So I created the show to bring in more voices. Not to say that some of the regular keynote speakers at festivals aren't great, but there's always room for others. And on the show, I'm asking everyday women birders from all walks of life to join me to discuss their experiences, resources, and advice for others. And I want you to remember that just because you may not have experienced some of these things like sexism or gatekeeping doesn't mean that they aren't real issues that others face. And because some of these conversations are best had over a cocktail or a mocktail, I also create a unique cocktail for each guest in case you want to mix yourself a drink and join us for this chat. It's so interesting and frustrating for me to think about women's experiences in the U.S. as opposed to some other places in the world. Just two years ago, Eric and I birded in Ecuador and had a fantastic bird guide in Mindo named Julia. And people around the world have birded with Julia. And she's just an absolute pleasure. And pe people around the world love her. And also on that trip, I and this was at a different location, I asked a bird guide um, a young man who was probably, I mean, in his early 20s, if there were any women bird guides in their area. And his response was that English is a hard language, insinuating that those women might not be able to learn it, although he had. I just couldn't imagine being raised in a place where I wasn't taught something because others assumed it might be too hard for me. Anyways, that just brings me to say that when I get frustrated with an experience in the U.S., I have to remind myself of the privileges I do have, but also that I want to do whatever I can to help other women who may face more struggles, which is why I couldn't be more excited about women's birding groups popping up around the globe, like in Uganda and Rwanda, and now the Yakimars Club uh, Women Birders in Peru. And I really only found out about the Yakimar Club while Googling women birders when trying to make this show a little less United States of America-centric. The Yakimar Club started in 2004 with Richard and some of his friends who decided to start a group focusing on activities including bird observation, conservation, education, and also getting their local community engaged. And since then, they have received donations of gear and literature. Um, they've offered educational opportunities and promoted stewardship and conservation. And they've also partnered with just a ton of different organizations during that time. And in 2010, they started offering guided bird tours. And then his family, Richard's family, uh, donated some land to the club, which then became a nature preserve and has been turned into a field station, which sounds like a super cool place to go. And then in 2020, the Yakmar Club started the Women Birders to empower women to participate in good ecological practices of birding in Peru and Bolivia. 
And this program helps women in their community to increase leadership skills and educates them about conservation ecotourism. And this also helps women to represent their community and encourage stewardship as well as prevents gender violence and discrimination, which will not only help the local wildlife, but also the women in these communities. So Anna joined me and she is Richard's sister and she helps lead up the women birders in the Yakmar Club. She has a degree in ecotourism and is an avid bicyclist. She shares her love and passion for birding, bicycling, and photography with others. And I'm just super inspired by the creation of this club. And it was so exciting to learn more about it from Anna and how she started birding. So before we get to that, um, I just want to talk quickly about a species that Anna has seen. Actually, have seen too. And it's a really pretty bird. It's a torrent duck. And this species breeds in the Andes in South America. So um, if you get down to Ecuador or Peru, you might see one in the, the high rivers. They like to be in fast flowing rivers about 5,000 feet up. And they nest in small waterside caves, which is just fascinating for a duck. <laughs> They're powerful swimmers and they can even be found in white water, but they are reluctant flyers. The males have a striking black and white head with a red bill, and the females are a bit smaller, and they have an orange underparts and throat, and a, a gray upperparts and head. Unfortunately, the species is in decline, and that's due to the competition for invertebrate food species that they eat, um, and that's the competition comes from trout that have been introduced into their range, as well as pollution and habitat destruction, which unfortunately is something that most species face. This is just a gorgeous species and one that's so much fun to watch. When we were in Ecuador and we saw one, um, it was on that same trip that I mentioned in the beginning of the episode, uh, it was really neat because they're monogamous for life. And we saw two pairs, or Eric saw two pairs, I saw one pair. And the male and the female, you can tell, you know, that they're a mated pair because they just hang out together. And when one goes into the water, the other goes too. So it was very fun to watch. So to make your drink, the Torrent Duck, it is one and a half ounces of Pisco, a quarter ounce lime juice, two ounces of mango juice, which I just bought an odd walla that has some like different juices in there too, but it was still delicious. Fill it with ginger beer and ice. So it's, it's very easy to make. Fill your glass with ice and then, you know, all those ingredients, the pisco, the lime juice, mango juice, and then the ginger beer and stir it all together and enjoy. I really felt that Pisco was the optimum choice as the base liquor for this cocktail, as it's a brandy that's produced in Peru, where Anna is from, and part of the Torrent Ducks range. And you may have had Pisco before in like a Pisco Sour, which has become an increasingly popular drink over the years. Um, but I was trying to find something other than that, just that one drink. So I hobbled together this Torrent Duck. And Pisco is actually named for a town of Pisco and has a river that runs through it named Pisco. And mango is a common fruit that you'd find in South America and it's actually an export from Peru. So it's uh it's a great tropical fruit and it represents the beautiful female torrent duck with the just gorgeous orange color. So please grab yourself a drink, whether it's coffee or water or maybe this cocktail, and enjoy this wonderful chat with just a really inspirational woman. 
Anna, thank you so much for joining me for this podcast episode. Please, could you tell me who you are? Okay, good morning, Hannah. Well, uh, I work in the ecotourism area and environmental management. And also I work with my brother, Richard, with Yakama Club in Peru. It's a private Peruvian company dedicated to building tools, building training, and the most important is uh, also has social activities such like a woman builder program here. Uh, that activities occurs in Peru and Bolivia. Oh, um, yes, um, and study in the national university here in Peru. I'm from um, Amazon region. We call Madre de Dios, so in English is like a mother of God. <laughs> um, that's all. I think. <laughs> so, how long have you been birding, and how did you start birding? Uh, not too much. I like um, bird to bird to watching them and especially to photograph them. I like to take pictures. I have always been a lover of natural outdoor. I practice building more often around oh, about two years. I also I do bar building and bicycle. Oh, also. cool. So what has been your most memorable bird that you've seen or a birding experience that you've had? Okay. Uh, I have uh, maybe two experiences in my memories, maybe, but I went, but I saw the duck, Torrent's duck, <laughs> male, female, and chick. Uh, for me, it was very... Very sweet. Did you <laughs> to see? Did you see those in Peru? Yes, in here in in Cusco, in the Andean, in the Vilcanota River, is occurring here in Cusco. Yeah. Mm, I also remember a lot of the macos. I like the claylic parrot and parakeet. Now in the Amazon, like a party, very noisy. <laughs> Yeah, they're beautiful birds. <laughs> yes. Um, has your birding been influenced by anyone? Mm, maybe my brother is my reference because he's a tour guide here in Peru. Uh, my parents, you know, my mom, my dad, uh, who were protected the nature here. Mm. Well, that's really neat. Did your brother start the Jackamar Club? Yes. Okay, please. Um, how did you start the women birders section of the Jackamar Club? Oh, uh, how? Uh, so uh, it started in this year, like uh, seven months around. Uh, I think it's very important the, the women. Uh, the, 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 this program, the Women Building, occurred or started uh, around six months here in pandemia or in COVID, COVID-19, you know, 
because it's very important the the empowered the woman here in Peru in the in the world I think so and it's very important for for my job for my um, for Yakama Club uh, uh, at the moment we are 32 ladies or wow. women women builders in three regions of Peru in Loreto is Amazon region in Cusco is Andean region and Madre de Dios Andean region. Uh, we hope uh, a, a starting in another region in Peru, maybe in another country if it's possible, like a family, family uh, of women building, no? like a same passion or passion. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. So do you feel that you have found your place in the birding community? Uh, I think yes. Uh, I found it. Uh, I found it. Uh, it's an area that re requires patient um, learning. I, I am in the process, I think so. <laughs> When you first started birding, were you able to learn about where to go and bird identification and other things like that? Yes, uh, the, it's not so difficult. The difficult to find the, the bird habitat, no, or some. The problem is sometimes to know which species is. <laughs> This is the problem, especially for me. Some, for me, some difficult. Some birds like ambers, anthrax, wood creeper. No, wood creeper. <laughs> wood creepers are very hard for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I think so. I am in the process. In the process, learning continues. Is the most important. Uh, what advice do you have for other women birders? Mm, my advice uh, for the women birding is to have constancy, discipline, and study. I think so. Uh, that uh, sometimes what would have helped me before is maybe uh, one binoculars and practice. And perseverance is very important the the, the year no? mm -hmm. uh, what does a day of birding look like for you mm, well my typical bird day is I start the day before <laughs> because I prepare my binoculars my camera my tripods my backpack I sleep thinking about my birthday day <laughs> I have in my and my my the target bird. I investigate about the about it, about the area to visit. Maybe the lagoon, maybe maybe the forest, maybe the. Mm. Do you go with someone or do you go by yourself? No, no, no. Uh, sometimes I I will go uh, myself. Mm -hmm. um, um now more often is like a woman builders we have a, a program two two times for for moms 
um, here we we are like uh, 15 here in this region in Cusco but in another region uh, the the women building are like a uh, 15 also in totally we are like uh, 32 women in all Peru that's great um, what can we do as more experienced women birders to be supportive and help other birders? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In my experience, is that it, it is that women building need a need to get together, you know, gather women from anywhere in the world. We watch where we are and report our beers and share their history and enjoy the, this, this passion. <laughs> um, how to support? Create, created families of women, women builders. That is the Yakama Club, I know, in, in Peru. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, does anything need to change to create a more welcoming and inclusive community? Mm, yes, I would like women. Uh, I would like women to have more opportunities, more space for for women feel comfortable and confident without prejuicio, se dice en español. Safe win without discrimination and violence, without distinction of uh, aid, occupation, or gender. Are there a lot of women uh, guides that you can pay in Peru? No, no, no much. It's more um, more common to find just uh, men, chicos, for guiding. Does the Yakamar Club um, uh, teaching women to do it for money? Yes, uh, it's very important to to teach and to to learn with the women for to to work or for to guiding in the future to prepare it, uh, to to teach another students another uh, student for to to work in the future maybe in in, in the next year we uh, we are to to start to, to work with all the women builders here. Well, I think it's so wonderful what you all do to try to bring more women into birding. And I am very excited to hopefully get to Peru someday to meet you and go birding together. Okay, thanks. Thanks, thanks for this interview. And thank you, Anna, for joining me for this episode. It was just such a joy to talk with you about your life in Peru and being a woman birder there and all the fascinating things that the Yakmar Club has done to empower uh, local women. And I hope someday to get down there and go birding with you. And thank you all for listening to my podcast. I hope you enjoyed it and maybe learned something. Uh, feel free to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Music, and anywhere else you listen to me. If you'd like to connect with me on socials, please follow me at Hannah Goes Birding on Instagram. My Twitter is at WomanBirdersHH, or you can email me at WomenBirders at gmail.com. 
I also have resources and information on GoBurningPodcast.com. And I hope you enjoyed this episode and we look forward to seeing you in the next happy hour.